Attention, this is not legal advice. If you are experiencing a legal emergency, contact an attorney or your local public defender's office. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Gin and Justice. Welcome to Gin and Justice. I need some gin. Let's talk about justice. A real look into what happens in the criminal justice system. I'm Justine. And I'm Amanda. Hey, welcome to Gin and Justice. Hey, I'm Justine. And I'm Amanda. Surprise, we are bringing you a mini episode um, that's going to be coming out before our next actual episode release. And we hope to bring you these more often. We're going to be calling them legal briefs. And our legal briefs are going to be mini episodes explaining some legal concepts or maybe some criminal justice reform news. So keep your ears peeled. Legal briefs will be dropped in between our regular episodes. Today's legal brief, we're going to discuss what an arraignment is. It's been brought to our attention that we did say it a lot and didn't really explain how it works. So Justine, why don't you take that away? Yeah, so um, I'm going to kind of talk about the process of um, getting charged with a crime and the different types of hearings that you'll encounter uh, leading up to trial. Because a lot of times... Uh, you'll just hear about the trial when somebody is charged. You'll hear about that, and you don't hear about anything before or in between. So there's kind of two ways that you can get charged with a crime. Um, so there's like an on-site arrest, which is, for instance, if an officer catches you drinking and driving, he sees you and he arrests you at that moment. Another type of charge comes through what's called a complaint. And we touched on that briefly in one of our prior episodes. And what a complaint is, is when an officer does an investigation and they collect um, any evidence, statements, anything like that, they don't quite have enough to charge the defendant or they may need a warrant. So they forward all of the information to the state attorney's office. The state attorney reviews that and if they find that the person um, meets the elements of a crime, they will file this complaint and the person the uh, defendant will get a notice in the mail usually to say, hey, you need to appear for court on this particular date. You've been charged with this certain crime. And then the last way is by a warrant. And that's when officers collect evidence. They bring what they find is enough evidence to a judge. A judge signs a warrant to arrest somebody and the police can then use that warrant to go arrest that individual. So those are kind of the couple ways that you can get charged with a crime. So when you're charged with a crime or arrested for a crime, that doesn't necessarily mean that formal charges have been brought against you. That means that there's enough probable cause to arrest you or bring you to court for that crime. And then every time you're arrested, you have to be brought in front of a judge within 24 hours. And that's called a first appearance. And essentially what the first appearance is, is you go in front of a judge The judge reviews whatever paperwork was used to arrest you, whether that was a warrant, whether that was a complaint, whether that was, you know, an arrest report on a DUI or something. And they review it to see if there's enough probable cause to hold you um, for that crime. And they also will determine uh, a bond or bail amount. So that's kind of the very first time you'll see a judge. Now, the next court date, or if you're not arrested, is an arraignment. And that's what some of our listeners uh, were not quite clear on what an arraignment was, so hopefully we can clear that up. An arraignment is 
the first time you kind of go to court on your specific charges. And it's at that point you are formally charged with a crime. So the thing about arraignment is you can be charged with a crime that may be different than what you were arrested for. Uh, usually the state attorney will review the information, whether it's an arrest report, whether it's the complaint that the officer submitted, or whether it's a warrant. And they review that to see if they have enough to charge you with the crime that you were arrested on. Or if they need to file a different type of charge, maybe you committed some type of crime, but it's not necessarily what you're arrested for. So they choose to change the charge at that arraignment. Or sometimes they reduce the charge to something lesser. Like if you were originally charged with a felony, uh, the state attorney reviews it and says, actually, I think this is actually a misdemeanor crime. It'll get reduced. Or they will find that there's not enough evidence to charge you with the crime. So they uh, dismiss the information. And so at your arraignment, that's when a person will enter a plea of either not guilty or guilty or no contest. Typically at an arraignment, uh, you know, not guilty plea is what's entered. You can enter a guilty or a contest plea if there's a plea offer on the table that someone is wanting to take. But you typically want to be, plea not guilty so you have time to go over your case with an attorney. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. Although this is not legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and then kind of after arraignment, you usually only have one arraignment unless at your first arraignment they haven't made official filing decisions. So they may need some more time, the state attorneys, to review the evidence and decide whether they have enough to charge you or whether they want to charge you with a different crime. So sometimes they'll continue it out for a month just to kind of review it again. But once you're charged, you enter a not guilty plea at an arraignment, which is where you're officially charged. At that point, the hearings that happen in between, and again, it, it depends on the case, but you'll usually have court once a month and it's called a pretrial conference. Basically what that pretrial conference is, is it's a status conference to let the judge know where you are at in the case, whether you are ready for trial whether you are um, entering into a plea deal or whether the case is being dismissed, whether you need some more time to prepare for trial. Th that's kind of what gets discussed at the pre-trial conference, and those happen about once a month usually. Um, and then those are kind of the things that lead up to trial. Now, attorneys will sometimes file certain motions, like a motion to suppress, a motion to dismiss, which I won't really get into today. We'll probably touch on those in another legal brief. Um, but you, sometimes you'll have hearings for those. And uh, those are kind of the more lengthy processes that lead up to a trial is these pre-trial conferences. That's, that's when the attorneys are, you know, prepping the case for trial or trying to negotiate a better plea offer, something along those lines. And that's what takes up most of the time. Yeah. I hope that clears it up for everybody. Yeah. So feel free if you have any questions. We'll love to put out these legal briefs. And thank you for listening. Check out our next episode that's coming out with the ACLU. We're very excited. It's going to be releasing March 23rd on Tuesday. This has been your Legal Brief brought to you by Gin and Justice. All editing for Gin and Justice podcast is done by Jared Vislocki. Artwork by Justin Cardone. Photography by Kimber Schwakey. And please follow us on Facebook at Gin and Justice Podcast. Instagram, Gin and Justice Podcast, and Snapchat, Gin and Justice. Subscribe and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please email us. We would love to hear from you. And if anybody has an experience with the criminal justice system and would like to share, 
My email is justine at ginandjusticepodcast.com. And mine's Amanda at ginandjusticepodcast.com.